Cameron and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dirt and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Okay, can your hair colour actually make you more resistant to anaesthetic at the dentist? There's a lot of myths going around about our teeth. So remind yourself now we're joined by our resident dental expert, Jennifer Collins. She's lead general dentist at Northumberland Dental Care in Dublin 4 and clinical director of the Dental Care Ireland Group. She's popped into the studio to bust some dental myths. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, guys. How are you? Very well. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Um, we're going to bust some myths today. Uh, I'm going to do a bit of a true or false with you because we've gotten lots of texts in while you've been on over the months and years you've been on with us asking things about teeth. And look, we need to answer them as best we can. Obviously, everyone individually should go and see their own dentist for proper advice. But I suppose we can kind of be general about this kind of stuff. Um, and one of the things that I want to talk about is two-fifths of the Dermot and Dave show team are redheads. Oh. And that's Emer and Colin. And Emer's sitting here beside us. And I wonder if it's true that redheads can possibly feel more pain at the dentists. This is true, right. believe it or not. And the reason being is that redheads are more sensitive to pain and require more anaesthetic at the dentist due to a mutation of this gene, the MC1R gene. You mutants. You yes. mutants. <laughs> so, okay, so they're more resistant to anaesthetic. Yes, yes. That's it's really, really interesting. really interesting. I've known it throughout my career. Mm. Often redheaded people were more anxious at the dentist. I never really knew why, but it's often because of previous bad experiences or unfortunately for them they might have experienced discomfort at the dentist because they needed more anaesthetic and didn't get it um, but now there's a lot of research to show that red-headed people need 20% more dental anaesthetic than non-red-headed people Okay, so that would mean obviously more like if you're injecting into the gums or whatever you would do more of that or if you're yeah. administering any kind of general anaesthetic you would just give, more. You know, give a little bit yeah, more Yeah, and so now we know we can do better as dentists um, and as if any of your listeners out there are redheads you might they might think actually this all makes sense now because I've had this experience in the past and you can go to your dentist and say well I heard on the radio that uh, I need more anaesthetic. That's key isn't it? Like being able to actually arm yourself with this information being able to then go to your dentist and deliver the information and go listen I know for a fact because of my hair colour that I have a gene that means that I'm going to need a little bit more and I'm sure every dentist would just like to know like it's it's you know, I'm sure it's it's out there and people can find it out, but yeah. to be armed with the information is the it's important really thing. It's really important, yeah. yeah but you'd never think sense. it yourself. And I only realised this recently myself. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. That's very, very interesting. interesting. Um, and as a result then, we would say it's also true that redheads do experience a higher level of anxiety. That's right. As a result. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. then you'll know that next time you're in, you yeah. can say that too. Um, so you should brush your teeth straight after eating or drinking something sweet. True or false? False. So you need to give yourself about half an hour. Right. The reason for this is when you eat or drink anything, not just something sweet, there is a sugar spike and an acid spike in your mouth Mm -hmm. and your saliva is quite alkaline. So your saliva does a great job of cleaning up the mess made after you eat something sweet. So if you give yourself a good half hour and then brush your teeth, that's much better for your teeth overall. Now, this can be hard sometimes in the morning. You might have your breakfast and you you might be running out the door thinking, oh, jeepers, what am I going to do? But try and leave as long as you can between eating and brushing. But, okay, so that's that would be great. But what if you eat something in the middle of the day and you're in work or you're at home, you're not going to brush your teeth? Is that okay? That's okay. I mean, your mouth can cope with certain amounts of acid attack in a day, mm. about three to four. Um, and really, we only recommend that you brush your teeth twice a day. Twice a day, yeah. So in the morning and before you go to bed at night. But the real good brush should be at night time. That's when you have to do the whole mindful brushing. Okay. Brush your teeth carefully, not too hard. 
take your time. You know, often we go in hell for leather with the toothbrush sure. and just whiz around them as quick as we can just to get it over with. But actually we need to think it through, be mindful, make sure that all surfaces are covered with the brush and the bristles and, um, you know, keep an eye on everything. Make sure you're getting all your teeth with the brush. So that would make sense to me to brush very well at night because as you said you've been consuming food all day exactly. you've had all these acid attacks whatever whereas in the morning you know you've slept effectively exactly and unless you've been inhaling things while you were asleep you haven't been eating anything so uh, while you might your mouth might feel like it needs more of a clean it probably doesn't need as strong a clean as it would do in the That's evening right. time That's however right. I am not an evening time showerer oh. so I don't understand these people who get up in the or get up in the morning and don't have a shower having had it the night before I, I know you're listening <laughs> nighttime showerers I'm just not one of you we're I don't not judging. get it we're not judging no I'm definitely judging um, is it true or false should you go to your dentist when you're in pain so no ideally you go to the dentist regularly um, often when someone's in pain it's because they have a cavity that's gone down to the nerve of the tooth and they haven't gone regularly enough exactly okay. and often when someone's in pain the treatment then is a little bit more dramatic it's mm. often a root canal treatment or an extraction and a bit more stressful for the patient and for the dentist so ideally you want to go at least once a year and then your dentist can check your teeth can take an x-ray can have a proper look around if they see something they can treat the problem mm. sometimes people will say to me you know I had fillings years ago but I had no pain I mustn't have needed the fillings but actually the reality is they obviously had preventative yeah they obviously yeah. had caries or decay and the dentist was taking out the decay to avoid pain or prevent pain for them yeah. so if you go to your dentist regularly um, your dentist will make sure that your problems are looked after and I have to say that um, this isn't a biased review but Dr. Jennifer Collins here is my dentist oh. and I went to Dr. Jennifer after about I think it was nearly 20 years that I hadn't been to the dentist and that wasn't out of fear of the dentist I just hadn't needed to go in my head and I went and it wasn't as terrifying as uh, you know you thought it was going to be in fact I quite enjoyed it you were great you were brilliant you had us all cracking up Dave <laughs> I genuinely and I went back again pretty quickly afterwards and went can we do that whole clean thing again Jen is like no we did that I was like yeah but it was really it, relaxing I really liked it Anyway. <laughs> um, you talked about brushing and I know you see those ads on the telly and you go this many dentists out of 10 dentists would recommend X, Y and Z but in terms of brushing itself is it true or false that the harder you brush the cleaner your teeth will be? So that would be false because really when you brush your teeth you want to cleanse them um, and you want to brush in a circular motion and not wear away your tooth tissue Oh you told us something tissue. interesting before that men are, are worse at circular brushing than women. Is that true? That's right. And also, you know, right-handed people brush heavier on the left side of the mouth and vice versa, left-handed people brush heavier on the right side. Gotcha. So often we see people with quite thin gums and a lot of gum recession on one specific side of the mouth. Wow. And so this can lead to other problems like sensitivity. It can also lead to, you know, the gums receding a lot, which makes the teeth look longer, which mm. is where the expression long of the tooth comes from. Yeah. And um, so, no, you don't want to brush hard. You want to brush well. So use a soft or medium bristle toothbrush. Electric toothbrushes are great because often they come with kind of pressure gauges on them right. and whatnot. Um, are you one? Are you one of the eight out of ten dentists who recommend an, an electric toothbrush over yeah, a manual? Yeah, you do. You yeah. would and recommend. People them. can still get a very good result with a manual toothbrush. Mm. Sometimes people mightn't be able to afford electric toothbrush or whatever. You can still get a very good result. It just takes you a bit longer to brush your teeth. Okay, here's here's one that a lot of people actually sent in. Is it true that unlike many other parts of the body, your teeth cannot repair themselves? That is true. So it's like, you know, when you cut your hair, your hair grows back. Mm. If you cut your arm, your skin will heal. But actually, when you remove two tissue, the two tissue does not grow back. Wow. And this is quite important to note. At the moment, there's a big social media trend, you know, hashtag turkey teeth. And there's a lot of people going to Turkey and other Eastern European countries to get cosmetic dentistry done. Mm. But actually what happens there is 
your teeth are drilled down to stumps to facilitate cosmetic crowns. So if you are someone who's thinking about going to Turkey or an Eastern European country to get your teeth done, make sure you do your research, make sure you know what's involved and what your teeth are going to look like under the crowns because you're stuck with that then for life. And what might happen is you might get decay or gum disease or issues in the future as a result of your cosmetic crowns. And there's also a lot of alternatives to crowns if you want to improve the appearance of your teeth. In Ireland, we have some of the best dentists in the world in Ireland. We're very lucky with the dentists we have and the mm. technology we have. With tooth whitening, composite bonding, orthodontics, you can really improve your teeth without harming the structure. Okay, so if you got that done anywhere, if you went for cosmetic crowning anywhere on earth, presumably the, the process is the same. Your teeth would need to be filed down and co- exactly. cosmetic crowns. So, it doesn't, so it's just that there are alternative treatments as exactly. opposed to an alternative way of doing cosmetic crowns. Correct. But, gotcha. you know, it's not we... I, you wouldn't like to see a young person drill mm. their teeth down for cosmetic yeah. reasons gotcha. when there's really good alternatives. Uh, Dr. Jennifer Collins, Lead General Dentist in Northumberland Dental Care in Dublin 4 and Clinical Director of the Dental Care Ireland Group. Thank you for joining us. Remind Thank yourself you. now as always. Thanks so much. Cheers. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.